Hello and welcome to the GVA Way podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I am joined by a special guest, Megan Kubicek. Megan, do you mind introducing yourself hey, to our good. listeners? Yeah, absolutely, Russ. So I'm Megan Kubicek. I am GVA's school-based mental health coordinator uh, serving Salida Campus, Modesto Campus, and Homeschool Services. Fantastic. And how long have you been in this role, Megan? Uh, since the start of this school year, Russ. Oh, great. So we've talked a lot about the many transitions that are happening within GVA for the purpose of growing and increasing capacity and better serving our students. And you are a critical part of that transition and that growth. So excited to work with you and to have you here today. Talk to us a little bit about your professional background prior to GVA. Sure. Um, so for the last... 10, 12, almost 15 years in different capacities. Um, I've worked within our greater area, Stanislaus and San Joaquin counties, uh, working in nonprofit organizations, also community-based organizations, um, the justice system, as well as running private practice, and throughout all of that, being a part of um, educational settings as well. Excellent. And how about Megan the person? What, what has been your journey that I'm assuming has influenced and helped lead you into this realm professionally. Hmm. Well, I typically say professionally, I fell into school-based services and then I fell in love with school-based services. And I am not the only one with that story. I'm well aware. Um, but for me, I, I selfishly took a job in school-based services so that I could be the mom I wanted to be. Hmm. I wanted to be able to get off in time to pick my kids up from school every day. I wanted to be able to have weekends and evenings and summers and holiday breaks off with them. Um, and so I, I thought, okay, I'll do this just until, I actually said this to my first principal, I'll stick around until my kids don't want me around anymore. Hmm until their friends become more important and they don't care if I'm there on the weekends and in the summers to hang out with. And so I'll do this just until my kids don't want me around anymore. And then I'll go and move on with my career in a different direction. And instead I found that this was exactly where I wanted to be and I wanted to stick with it. Um, for myself, I was, I was a kiddo who flew under the radar. I was a kid who was imploding and nobody ever noticed. And so professionally, I wanted to be someone who could walk into a room and identify the kids who were otherwise falling through the cracks, who might not be seen as needing services. And I wanted them to know that they were seen too and that there was help out there. A lot of times when we talk about mental health, there are behaviors that show us that kids are in need or that adults are in need. And there are other times behaviors that make us believe that everything is just fine and it's part of the need screaming out that there's a facade going on and there's a whole lot more underneath, kind of that iceberg approach. Mm. So uh, for me, you know, for this episode, I know you're going to introduce here in a little bit about uh, different mental health and the holidays and, and things to take into consideration. Uh, but when it comes to just me personally and when it comes to um, thinking about what we all struggle with during the holidays, I am a survivor of emotional and sexual abuse, and one of my offenders was a family member who I then had to do holidays with later on down the road. Um, I've struggled with depression and some food addiction and, and codependency and people-pleasing in the whole trying to make everybody think on the outside that I was really doing okay. Um, in addition to that, I'm an adult child of divorced parents who didn't get divorced until I was an adult. And I thought, oh, I'm a grown-up. This won't affect me so much. And it affected me deeply, and it affected me even more to watch 
my children, their grandchildren, suffer through their divorce. And so I've waded through mounds of uncertainty and grief and relational trench warfare and having to remake what traditions look like. Um, and I also was a single parent who turned blended family bonus mom, and I have firsthand experienced the hardships and the joys of raising children alone, as well as parallel to someone that I haven't been in agreement with and in a really great co-parenting relationship. And so I think that it's important for our families to know that when they um, when they're getting to know, love, and trust the people who are taking care of their kids while they're at work every day and while the kids are at school every day, um, that even us professionals are just humans who have hardships as well, and we're working right alongside everybody else to manage them in as healthy a way as possible. Mm. Megan, thank you for sharing that, and it certainly gives us some insight into your heart and what you bring into this role and your desire to serve and help others. And I, I do want to say that um, you worked in a subcontract role with GVA before being hired on as direct staff and getting the opportunity, many of us, to work alongside you and get to know you in that subcontract role. When we heard that you were joining the team as a direct hire, there was a palpable excitement around adding somebody of your caliber and your quality and your expertise onto the GVA team and already seeing great dividends of that. Saw great dividends in your previous role, increasing dividends now in this new role and, and um, great anticipation for what you and your team are going to offer in terms of services and support and expertise and guidance for our students and in in some respects our staff and our, and our broader community as well. So thrilled to work with you and thrilled to have you in this conversation today. This conversation that was born out of a conversation a week ago, which was born out of a conversation with parents some number of weeks prior. So mm -hmm. let's see if we can create context for everybody. Last week, we were in a collaborative coffee, a coffee with the Visser on the Modesto campus, focused on mental health services and supports, your work, your role, what we're doing with kiddos and, and giving some insight into parents about that work and, and some things that they can do at home as well. And you and I had a conversation during that time about the holiday season coming up and the reality that the holiday season is not merry for all people in this and, and to the same extent. Um, it, for some, it is it presents some, some challenges and some difficulties and some stressors and realize that we had an opportunity to come together and, and maybe support and serve the community through this medium of the podcast. Megan, kick it back to you. Um, share with us a little bit more about that context. And then let's, let's we're going to tease everybody. We're going to tease for you what is going to be a, a deeper dive. So we're going to try to stick to the 15 minutes or less today, <laughs> knowing that we're going to immediately turn around and ask you if you're willing and able to do a deep dive with us closer to you know 45 minutes to an hour around this holiday season and how we can increase the peace during that time. So Megan, talk to us about what brought us here today, and then let's tease a little bit about what kind of content we'll cover in the next conversation. Sure. Uh, so you were right that a few, few weeks ago, maybe almost a month ago now, we were at the Collaborative Coffee on the Salida campus with interim principal Panu um, doing the same presentation that we did for Modesto. We had a great parent turnout. Um, lots of engagement, and one of the things we asked for because we have an upcoming parent night was what are what's some feedback 
after they got to know me a little bit, what are some things that you feel like your kids need right now or you as parents need right now to be able to, to glean from to better support your children? And one of those parents brought up that they really wanted some supports around mental health in the holidays. Then we were fast forward a few weeks later, just four days ago, at our collaborative coffee with Divisor, and the same conversation happened to come up again. And we decided, you know, the holidays are coming, Christmas break is coming, but the holidays really began right after Halloween. And if you look at the department stores, the holidays began, <laughs> you know, after 4th of July, but really they start right after Halloween. And so we really felt this time crunch to say, how can we get the, the most information out the fastest to our families to support them through this season that we know is difficult for both children and adults alike? Correct, Megan. And tomorrow's podcast is going to be dedicated to strategies, insights that can help adults and children alike increase the peace during this holiday season some of that content will be so we're going to focus on what i'm going to say like the big five peace pillagers like they just they come in and whether we brace ourselves for them because we know they're coming or whether they sneak up on us and rob us like a thief they just pillage our peace and we want to prevent that we want to protect our personal peace during this season um, so those big five that we are going to deeply dive into a little bit more, not only in how to support ourselves through them as adults who may be struggling, but also how to subsequently support and model for our children who may be seeing us struggle or may be struggling with the similar things themselves. Our seasonal depression, those holiday blues, uh, different various kinds of grief throughout the holidays, disordered eating, financial stress, and then that general sense of overwhelm that oftentimes the season and society brings. Absolutely. And we're going to give some pretty concrete strategies around helping children navigate not just the holidays in a general sense, but specifically two weeks at home outside of normal routines and how we can leverage those that time and structure that time to, again, help our children in increase the peace and enjoy their their unique vacation opportunity and, and feel great on the other side of it. Uh, again, tomorrow's pot. So we're going to, we're going to flip this right around. So 24 hours later, you're going to have access to that next podcast. And, and it's going to be 45 to 60 minutes long because it's just hard to do justice to this topic without allowing some time for conversation and to unpack the needs and the opportunities um, to ensure the the health and wellness of our community during these holiday seasons. So, Join us tomorrow for the deep dive, and we're going to go ahead and call this episode Increasing the Peace. Increase the peace during the holiday season. Find out how you can do that and more in tomorrow's podcast. Thank you, Megan. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to it. I am as well, and thank you, listeners. We hope that you enjoyed.